super great uh, from the Melbourne Football Club. He did, he did a bit with the Hawks. I don't know what he, if it's relevant what he did at Hawthorne, but he was a superstar of the Demons. And that's Jordan Lewis. G'day, Jordy. G'day, boys. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me on, Jack. Thank you for joining us, mate. Um, now, um, obviously on our way to Fox Footy and um, on the uh, 360. I am. Yeah, do a. Uh, gee, I've been doing it for a while now. Yes. Um, a, reg- a regular spot on on AFL 360. I think I started the year of 2014, um, and it was really my first foray into the media. And I remember the club being very hesitant at the time. To they just didn't know whether I could uh, could do media and uh, and play football at the same time. But um, it seemed to work out okay. It certainly did. It was here, mate. Uh, you've gone strength to strength, and, you, and your insight as a player and now, and, and now not as a player on that program is uh, second to none and thoroughly enjoyable. What did you make of uh, round one? Uh, it, is, it is hard, I suppose, was when you when you come into the media and you're uh, relatively new and you see other performers and you think you've got to be like them, but it's, mm. it's hard to stay authentic and. Uh, and stick in your lane, I suppose. So that's that's the greatest challenge. Um, I, mean, I, I thought the weekend of football was superb. Um, you know, there were storylines everywhere. There were sides who had a new lease on life, whether it be through a transaction of players or new coaches. Um, I thought they were all competitive. You know, we had close finishes. We had, you know, spoils on the line to save the game. We had high marking. Everything that I think you want in our game, um, it had. And... I think, um, you know, the overarching uh, feeling about the game, there was only one disappointment, and that was the big fella didn't kick um, kick five goals to seal the thousand, but we go again this week. Well, just, just on that, mate, we may as well hit on Buddy now. You've played uh, a lot of footy with him and, then, and obviously seen him at his very best and still going around. What are, what are your, uh, your, your insights on, on Buddy and what are your, what are your thoughts um, I think the thing that's um, probably not as well known is, you know, through that era at Hawthorne, we had clearly a lot of great players, but a lot of those great players were very good trainers, and, and it was was a, a high-pressure and high-octane environment, but, you know, probably one of the standout trainers, funnily enough, who had all this talent and all this ability was, was Bud himself. Um, so it's no surprise that he's been able to perform at that level for, um, you know, 15 years, 16 years. Um, but he's just in an era where, and it's been made, I think Jason Dunstall spoke about it the other night, to kick a 1,000 goals in an era where mm. it's team defence, in an era where you are not the primary target inside Ford 50, although he was, but he wasn't a stay-at-home full forward like they were back in the... 70s, 80s and 90s and to still manage to kick you know he's on the doorstep of a thousand goals is is remarkable um, I honestly didn't think when we all got drafted together he, Ruffy and I that he would be the last one playing <laughs> I thought maybe uh, the unprofessionalism of his first three to five years might have caught up to him but it's a credit to him he's put in the work of recent years Now you know him obviously as good as anybody and as far as us people on the outskirt, what we see and hear through media, I mean, I'm not media, but what we see and hear, we, we have perceptions. But are you, I would say, are you proud of who he's become, given that early start and some sort of indifferences down the track? 
Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's been probably the biggest transformation that I could see with any of my ex-teammates. Um, and I think I'm honest in saying that you know, when we first started out and you um, you then sort of um, look into the future, you know, when you have children and how people will be as, as a father and how people will be as a, as a player. And he's been under a lot more scrutiny than I have or anyone that I've played with. And so for him to absorb that, um, mature as a person, but also be the father he's become as well, um, I won't say surprising, but I've certainly respected the way that he's gone about it. Um, and, yeah, he's matured a lot. Clearly, he's, he's met the right the right partner in, in life as well. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a... I suppose it would be a stressful environment to be that famous, to be that um, uh, good at what you do for a long period of time. And he, I, I think he's handled himself really well. And you said before that you didn't think out of the three of you guys being drafted that he'd be the last one. We're just talking off air, me and Jack. Uh, there's a spot uh, down the back pocket in Mel- at Melbourne at the moment. You, uh, well, I reckon you could fill this spot really well. How's the body? And are you playing anywhere? Are you doing anything with it? should uh, be still like, there, Jordan. Yeah, are you doing anything? I, uh, I play AFL 9. So for those who don't know, it's, it's pretty much a... Non-contact. Netball, but with, but with a football. <laughs> um, so there's no contact. Uh, there's probably more contact in netball, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it goes for two 20-minute halves. I do that on a Monday night. And there's a few ex-players getting down. We played on Monday night. We played against Brett Delidio and Chris Newman. All right. Really? Um, you know, so it's a, it's a high quality, but that's, that's about as far as I, I can go. The... The ground probably covers 100 metres. Anything more than that, I'd get lost. <laughs> now, back on to the weekend. You've been on the end of a Willie Rioli-type bump, and you've, I believe you may have also given one similar. Uh, how did you feel about the decision? Uh, I, I was commentating uh, that game, and, and to be honest, I didn't think anything of it at the time. I just thought it was a really good collision. Both players were... Uh, attacking the ball and, and quite brave and the more that I watch it the more that I look back on it and reflect I, I think there's certain times of the game where you as a player have a duty of care to yourself mm. so if you think of those two boys if you're Willy Rioli attacking the football from the angle that he did absolutely you're entitled to attack the football now why you turn your body at the end of it is to protect the drop of the ball perfect if you're Matt Rowell and you come from the angle that he did into the middle of the ground where you know you're going to enter congestion, you have to expect contact of some sort. So a lot of players in that situation will look, assess the situation, see the numbers and not go for that ball. Yet it was brave, absolutely, but I think the decision that he made to go for the ball in that part of the ground, you were always going to come against contact. How do we coach against that? Well, I think the education, to be honest, is, is with the angle that Matt Rowell runs in at. If you, if you come either on the line of the ball where it came from or from a side position, you have to expect someone's coming from the opposite direction. Mm. That's just what happens. And the person that comes from or to the ball is always going to have a dominant position because you're in a position where you can protect yourself. You've been taught it's innate 
Whereas if you're coming from the other angles, at some point you have to leave yourself open to contest the ball. And that's a vulnerable position. Yeah. And as far as your career goes, and we look at uh, we look back, you did have some concussion. How are you feeling? And after football, how have you felt? Is there any sort of like loss in your life that you think you need to fill? No, no, there's not. I um, I have selective hearing at home from um, <laughs> you know, a, few, a few of those hits. So that's, that's my excuse. But, uh, I understand. I understand. Yeah, I, um, I, to be honest, I have no, no side effects or anything like that. It's, um, it's one of those things where, yes, it was quite graphic, the, the one where I suffered a concussion, but I never had any little concussions along the way. I think that's probably the, the one thing that people worry about is, is the number whether they're severe or not, but the, the actual accumulation of concussions. Um, so I was never in that position, which is which is pretty fortunate. Um, but, you know, I left the game absolutely fulfilled. I, I think, you know, the success that we had from a team perspective overrides anything that would happen individually. And, again, just a little bit on the concussion side, good to see Paddy McCartan running around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, uh, once again, I was up there on the weekend, so for someone who clearly still loves the game and has had to sit out for a period of time, but still, um, I suppose, continued on with his dream, um, I think it's fantastic. He's, he's ticked all the boxes, I suppose, in terms of medically being able to return. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's doing what he loves again, and, and I don't think he would have had that that thought in his head, um, you know, six months ago, 12 months ago. And what are you expecting sort of to talk about tonight? It's all planned and ready yeah. to go? Exactly yeah, what we've just talked about. <laughs> yeah, the Rioli stuff will come up. Um, I'm on I'm on screen with Eddie Betts, so Ooh, it's, uh, nice. it's a regular Wednesday thing that, that we'll do. So no doubt we'll touch on probably a bit of Carlton, a bit of the small forwards. I thought they had a really good yes. weekend, the small forwards. Um, the Mosquito Fleet from from Adelaide they all look the same but yeah. um, they've got different surnames um, so yeah it'd be uh, a nice little we try and keep our segment a bit light hearted yes. because the segment that comes after us is very analytical <laughs> now I'm sitting down to a nice uh, sort of medium to rare ribeye tonight what am I what am I drinking with it I hear you're into the wines well I mean you, you probably nestled into the Yarra Valley so I'll, I'll give a shout out to a couple of my mates I'll be, I'll be tucking into Something from Hoddle's Creek would be, would be my guess. Yep. Um, beautiful wine, affordable. Um, yeah, either one of their estate pinots or, or one of their one one ER pinots. Oh, very nice. Very nice, Jordan. Yes. Okay. We'll stop on there on the way home. That sounds good. Um, now, are you flying up to Sydney on Friday, or anything to watch Bud and kick his thousands? Yeah, I will be again. So we'll do the trip. It's becoming is it a, a costly exercise. <laughs> I had to say, uh, it's a tour. <laughs> so oh, I'm lucky enough. Fox Fox put me up and, and pay for my flights, but my wife and son want to come as well. So I've got to fork out for them. So if he doesn't <laughs> kick it this week, I'm done. Well, well, that, I'm not going again. <laughs> well, Nick Davis has told us just earlier that he's uh, he's working with him tonight to uh, get him over the line. So I don't know if you know Nick too well and trust that, but. <laughs> yeah, no, well, he's a, he's a good cold kicker in his own right. So I've got I've got a nice bottle of wine for him actually for his when he kicks his thousandth goal. So Ooh, um, I'm not too sure whether I'll take it up or not, but I'll have to work that out. <laughs> <laughs> Will you run out if he does kick it? 
Absolutely. Good on you, oh, Jordy. Yeah. You'll, you'll be the you'll be have the microphone in hand, I would think. Oh yeah, well, I'll make sure my young fella's with me, and we can all run out together, and I'll have to try and half do an interview and half look after my kid. Wow, very <laughs> nice, very <laughs> good. Awesome. Hey, Jordy, thank you so much for your time, mate. And oh, look, as a Melbourne supporter, thank you so much for what you did for the Melbourne Football Club. Too easy. Thanks for having me on, boys. Thanks, Jordan. Not a problem. Jordy Lewis, there, four-time Hawthorne Premiership player, best in Ferris in a Premiership year. Like, the list goes on and on with Jordy, and, yes, obviously helped Melbourne rise to where they are now.